Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Do you like scary stories? Stranger Things, the greatest show alive. All we can do is wait for season five. I thought in the meantime that it might be fun to read every comic and book. In what I call the Stranger Danger Book Club Ah, Stranger Danger Book Club Ah, Book Club Stranger Danger Book Club The man in the white vest. I'm getting nervous, becoming a mess. Is he the doctor man to take me away? All the same damn demon from yesterday. Waking up is virtually impossible. Something in the story won't let it go. 
You know I'm shaking and I'm feeling sick I guess I'm gonna need a vodka quick Mama's lace and whiskey on the top shelf Somebody got caught up in my dream Mom says I'm a riding coffins on my left Scary man staring right in front of me Hey man, I think I like being scared And I wish you all were there Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Stranger Danger Podcast. I know it's been a while. I am excited to be back. I'm excited here to talk a little book club, talk a little Hawkins Horrors. Want to check what's going on with Stranger Things in the news. Play some voicemail. I also have a special announcement, but I thought... Before I got kind of all into that, you know, maybe I could just, I don't know, sing a little more. Hey man, I think I like being scared, and I wish you all were there. Man, I really, really think, really think that I think I like being scared. I'm sorry you had to indulge me there for a minute. I just always love saying, man, I really, really think... I think what I think, I like being scared. Uh, I thought this song would kind of perfectly fits into this episode. That is a song called Scared from 1989 uh, from a very little known uh, hair metal band. If you're from, if you remember that era, you, you might remember the band Dangerous Toys. They, um, I, I only bought one album. I think they're still a band today. Dangerous Toys, the album was called, the original album was called Dangerous Toys. They had this really cool, scary clown as their mascot kind of on the album. And the CD in the um, CDs, these were when CDs were new and cool. They had uh, th- this art on the, um, on the disc with the clown on it. And then you bought the CD and it didn't have that at all on it. Uh, I don't know if I had the CD or the tape. My, maybe my brother had the uh, tape. Or the CD, but anyway, the point is, is this song is is called Scared, so it's all about being scared, and the band is named Dangerous Toy, so I think both of those, oh wait, wait a second. Hey man, I think I like being scared, and I wish you all were there. I couldn't help it. I think both of those fit, Scared and Dangerous Toys kind of fit in with the um, the book that I'm going to be talking about. It's not a it's not a comic book. It's a book that kind of surprised me. I didn't even really know that it was it was out until I saw it like as a suggestion uh, on Amazon. Uh, the book is it's about 200 pages. I'm not gonna, you know what I shouldn't get into it yet. Uh, I'm going to talk about that later on later on. Uh, and as I also mentioned, I have a special announcement. And I thought you know it's a special announcement. Kind of maybe I should wait to the end, but you don't want to wait till the end. You want to get the special announcement out of the way right now, right away. Special announcement, folks. Stranger Danger is going live. Yes. In only five days, October 30th, 2022, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Stranger Danger is going live for the Stranger Danger Book Club as we talk about the Stranger Things Halloween special comic book. This came out last year, 
I missed it last year. I think it came out last year. It came out, it's at least a year old. And I completely missed it. And I thought, you know what? I need to save this. I need to save this for Halloween time 2022. And then I thought, you know, what would be really cool is to do a live reading, a live video, a live episode talking about the Stranger Things Halloween special. Uh, the comic is available. I think it's only 99 cents on Amazon. So I would suggest if you want to pick it up and read it before, and then we can go through it together. Uh, now I know, you know, it's Sunday night. It's the night before Halloween. So a lot of you might be out uh, at, at cool Halloween parties doing cool things with all the cool kids. Some of us will just be staying home and hanging out and uh, reading comic books. Uh, some things haven't changed in my life, but, uh, no worries. The episode will, uh, be put out as a podcast that evening. So when you wake up, uh, on the 31st, ready to go trick or treating, unless of course you do go trick or treating on the 30th, you know, I'm not sure because it's a Sunday, it's the weekend. Maybe they want people to go trick or treating. I I remember when I was a kid, I feel like you went trick or treating and it was dark. And when you came home, it was dark. It was always dark dark um and now they do, maybe they did it six to eight when i was a kid i don't know now they do it five to seven in my town so it's a light half the time so it's like man eh, i mean that's that's not as fun i mean i guess it's fun to get the candy and again i don't uh, i hand out candy now i don't uh, i don't get to get candy <sighs> unless my niece and nephew they get a pretty big stash and i usually get some like, uh, they get so many different things. I, I get some things. All I want are peanut butter cups and Kit Kats and Snickers and Sour Patch Kids and Starburst. That's it. But other than that, uh, they can keep everything else. But anyway, that's the big announcement. We're doing it live. You heard it here first. Now, I know five days isn't that much in advance. I wanted to do this um, episode last week. I couldn't get to it. Uh, so I finally, finally got, I finished the book. I, at first I was like, you know what, I'm going to do the episode. I'm not even going to finish the book. But then, you know what, I finished the book and finally getting this episode done. Um, and I am, you know, I wish I could have announced this earlier. I'm going to be tweeting about it. I'm going to post something on TikTok about it. And I hope that you're able to join me. If not, um, you know, I, I, you, you'll be able to hear it the next day. And hopefully it won't sound so weird because I'm not quite sure how I'm going to pull this off with the two screens and the and having um, try to get the comic on one screen and my, uh, my my mug on the other screen. I have I think I have a way to do it. I think my computer kind of stinks, so I'm going to use my wife's computer. She doesn't know this yet, but uh, I don't think she's going to mind. So we'll just keep this between you and me right now. But um, you know it should work. It should work no matter what. We'll make it work. And if it doesn't work, that'll be fun too because sometimes a disaster uh, is fun. But again, October 30th, Sunday night, live, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is, you know, on the East Coast of the United States of America. So if you are in another country or on another planet, uh, please make sure to adjust the time accordingly to wherever it is you live. And of course, how do you find it? It's on the Fans Not Experts YouTube channel. 
but the easiest way to get to it is strangerdangerpodcast.com slash live. Now, how about some voicemail? Hi, this is Kennedy. I love your podcast, and I love that you have parts from all of the episodes that people who do voice acting can do them. I also like your book club, but I don't really like the other episodes. I only like the Max and Robin episode. (laughs) That is awesome, Kennedy. Uh, Look, I'm happy you like any episode, so I appreciate you calling in. Uh, and I love that you like the uh, the Max and Robin episodes of the book club. Those seem to be the most popular ones. That Robin, I mean, that Max book is consistently one of the most popular episodes that I've done. Um, it seems like since episode since season four happened, um, the Max book. Maybe people are going back to read it. It's a great book. It's a great read. And I hope people enjoy the podcast. And the Robin episode, the Robin book is great, too. The episode kind of uh, got screwed up because I had some copyrighted um, uh, audio on there that had to be chopped up. And I didn't have the original, so it chopped up really sloppily. I got another thing in the mail, um, in the mail, in an email saying um, that I put a clip of Guns N' Roses in an episode. It was the, you know, what's next for Stranger Danger, what's next for Stranger Things and that had to be taken down. So I need to edit that, get that Guns N' Roses out of there, and hopefully get that back up in some way soon. Um, but yes, Kennedy, thank you so much for listening. I, I am pleased uh, that you are enjoying some of the book club episodes and enjoy the main episodes. Uh, so I put all this stuff out there, so hopefully different people find different things that they like, and uh, I just appreciate you calling in and appreciate you listening. What is good, Stranger Friends and Mike? Uh, this is Lad, coming to you from Utah. I've been on Twitter a few times. Um, I just wanted to thank you for this podcast. It's um, just the hours of boredom I would have had without it are just, like, blown away. Um, I'm so grateful for that. I really loved your Danger Things episode the other day. That was really great. Um I started this podcast last November. I started listening to it. And that was a month after I started watching the show. It has almost been a year since I started it. And it feels like years. Um, So I'm coming up on my first year of listening to you, which is crazy. Um, Anyways, love the pod. Uh, Thanks. Bye. My boy, lad. I, I see Lad all over Twitter. Uh, he's been listening to my uh, my Star Wars podcast. Uh, he even uh, he he likes when I'm complaining about the Patriots on Twitter. Uh, I I have my personal account is all me just complaining about Boston sports most of the time. Uh, but Lad, uh, I appreciate all the support you you've been giving me on on the podcast on Twitter. Uh, and you know what? I'm gonna throw you. Uh, just to let people out there, if you want to follow Lad, okay, he is at air underscore Jordan four, the number four life. He, um, which is crazy because I'm assuming Air Jordan means the uh, the sneakers. When I was a kid, Air Jordan meant the man, Michael Jordan. Uh, but you know, Jordan's just some old dude now who who people are like. Oh, he, I see the YouTube clips of him. Those those are what the sneakers are named after. That's my guess, at least. So follow Lad on Twitter. 
Uh, and again, Lad, thank you for listening. And the fact that you just, like, you found the show or you started f- watching the show just last fall. Uh, wow, November's already around the corner. And you found the podcast uh, around the same time. Awesome. So you must have really fell in love with the show and then said, I need to find a podcast to listen to. And there's only one podcast to listen to, and that's Stranger Danger. There are plenty of there are plenty of awesome Stranger Things podcasts out there, and I'm just glad that um, that you found this one. And um, you know, so it's you're, you're fairly new to you know the Stranger Things world, so which is cool because you got to just watch it straight through, and then you probably got to hear my rewatch too of all that stuff. Plus, uh, then not long after watching it, boom, you got to enjoy Stranger Things 4. Uh, and kind of reminds me, well, my niece is doing it now. She is really close to being done. She, they, I mean, when I was a kid, I had like one. I played baseball in the spring and, and basketball in the fall. And that was it. Uh, these kids now. She's like, oh, I've got Model UN. Oh, I've got ice skating. Oh, I've got guitar lessons. Oh, I've got singing. Oh, I've got dance. Oh, I've got swimming. I, I, I brought her to swimming last week. That, I, I don't know if she does dance anymore, but swimming. Um, I think she's an amateur magician. That part I made up. But uh, they, these kids are constantly doing things. So she's finding her moments to watch Stranger Things, and hopefully she catches up soon. I think I don't even think the last time, I don't think we've talked since the last time I mentioned uh, that I was hanging out with her. Um, my wife wasn't feeling good. Her brother was out. I was babysitting. I mean, look, she's almost a teenager. They don't want me to say babysitting anymore, but what else do you call it? And like, oh, it's just the two of us. Boom, let's watch Stranger Things. We watched two episodes, and uh, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome to watch her see, uh, it was the Dear Billy episode was the second one we watched, to watch her kind of experience the stuff going on as I knew it was happening. So I'm watching this TV. I'm watching her. It was it was awesome. And I did fall asleep a little because I'm old. Um but where was I? Oh, yeah, back to Lad. Uh, yeah, th- thank you so much for all your support. Again, yeah, air underscore Jordan for the number four life on Twitter. Check it out. And, of course, if you want to know what's for him for sure, it says, I love Stranger Things. And he does, and I do, and we all do. Hello, Stranger Friend. It's me, Alan. And I got to make this quick because the song is kind of long for the intro. I'm making a podcast. Not my decade. It's gonna be awesome based off of stuff that's from not my decade. Specifically before twenty ten, basically. Um but yeah. I need some help to figure out the theme of the first episode. Either Raiders of the Lost Ark slash Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark or Jurassic Park the OG original. And here's the song. Gotta make it quick. That's it. Please answer my question. Bye. Look at this clever genius throwing in a podcast promo in the voicemail, knowing I'm a sucker for old 80s movies. 
that's awesome, Alan. Uh, and I saw I've seen Alan on on TikTok, uh, and he I just saw a um, comment on the Fans Not Experts uh, YouTube page from Alan too uh, in this old Back to the Future video that I posted. Um, yeah, I don't do a lot on YouTube until I go live October thirtieth. Uh, but Alan, to answer your question, to me is not even close. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that's all I'm going to call it, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, later they want to call it Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark to match up with the other, well, now two, three movies, soon to be four movies. But to me, it's just got to be called Raiders of the Lost Ark. The music, the, the, it is such a movie of my childhood. Uh, I remember being scared of it, loving it. Uh, and just uh, loving Harrison Ford. I was like, Han Solo's in a movie with a whip. And, uh, you know, just Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, just so much, um, so, such a great, great movie that, uh, and look, I love Jurassic Park too. That is a classic to another Spielberg movie. Um, but if you're going to choose, um, and the fact that uh, the only thing that's not your decade is the 2010s, Makes you feel very old. But um, it has to be. It has to be Raiders of the Lost Ark. And thank you again. And good luck with the podcast. It's a cool idea. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the voicemail. Lad, Kennedy, Alan, um, and you, too, can send it a voicemail. Just go to uh, strangerdangerpodcast.com slash hotline, and that will get you. Uh, to the little little widget that you can click a button. There's no phone call to, 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 you know, phone number to call in. You leave a recording right there. You can put your name. You don't have to leave your name. You don't have to do anything. You just press it, hit record, hit send, boom. And, um, yeah, it'll come straight to me. And you could, should, and probably will be featured on a future episode of Stranger Danger. It's time for Stranger Things News. From the Stranger Danger News Center... Here's Mikey C. Thank you, announcer, who is definitely not me. Uh, whenever I do this, what I like to do is just kind of go to Google News, type in Stranger Things, and see what's in the news, and maybe read some headlines. Uh, but this first one I thought was pretty interesting, and it had a video included on the news report. It's from KRQE in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and um, I just thought maybe you'd like to listen to the report. Stranger Things is one of the most popular shows on Netflix. It's filmed here in Albuquerque, and just like Breaking Bad, it's attracting visitors from around the world here who want to see the places they've watched on TV. News 13's Alexa Skaneski shows you how you can even stay in the Albuquerque home seen in the show. In the hit Netflix show Stranger Things, the Byers family lives here in season four. But in real life, the Ashers own this home near Montgomery in Tramway in Albuquerque. The house is really fun. We've left it as much like the film as possible. The Ashers were looking for a new home when they stumbled upon this place last year, not knowing its background. When they learned it was part of the hit show, they knew it could be a fun business opportunity, turning the home into an Airbnb, hoping to attract fans of the show. When we were looking at it initially, it was a win-win. If, if nobody was interested at all, we'd get to move into the house that we liked, and if, yep. if 
everybody loved it, then we'd get to share the house and and all the fun that goes along with that. And now we're huge Stranger Things fans and we know all about it. <laughs> the home was listed on Airbnb in March of this year and it has been a huge success. We've been rented out almost every weekend since then. A family even came all the way from the Czech Republic to spend a weekend in the Albuquerque home. Florida, California, um, all over the place. Just about, you name it, it, people have come here already to see it. The Ashers have replicated the home on the inside to look just like it did in the show. It's as if you're stepping through the TV screen. Yeah, there's the, the wall. We found wallpaper that looked almost exactly like it. They have added a few modern touches, but kept the 80s theme. This is Will painting in this room. You can see the built-in cabinets down below that are here. It's more than just a stay. It's an experience at the Stranger Things house. We have a blast looking for things that match the film exactly. And so we put those Easter eggs throughout the house. We've got pictures up so people can go, oh yeah, let's reenact that scene. The show has put Albuquerque on the map again. From this home to the roller rink, that's seen a boost in business since the show aired. For the Ashers, they're happy to be a part of the local economic boost and hope to keep it going for years to come. As long as people are excited about Stranger Things and coming to book for it, then we, are, we will continue to have it open in a, a kind of a Stranger Things themed house. Um, if the excitement ever dies down, then we will um, move in here and live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis Kineski, KRQE News 13. The home can fit up to 14 people and cost you nearly $400 a night. The Ashers said they'd like to do other things with the home as well, such as a stranger-themed birthday party. 400 bucks a night? Uh, I love Stranger Things. I mean, maybe if we got like 10 people to put in 40 bucks each, I, I could see that. Um, yeah, I could see that because the house looked pretty cool. It's the buyer's house, which uh, in Stranger Things 4 is supposed to be in California. But apparently it's a, an actual house in Albuquerque, New Mexico, that this family purchased. Uh, and they thought, ka-ching. Um, the house is decked out now. It's got the, the um, alphabet on the wall with the Christmas lights. Obviously, that's from uh, Hawkins. But... When you're doing Stranger Things, they, they just wanted to make it as much of a Stranger Things experience as possible. Um, and it actually looked really cool. Uh, there would be a fun place to do an episode, huh? Do a, a on-location episode from Albuquerque, New Mexico in the buyer's home. Ooh, we can only dream. Uh, but I thought that was really cool. And, and I didn't want to just uh, read the, um, the article. I thought you would enjoy hearing the actual news clip. Uh, and, and not hearing my voice over and over again. Which is what you're going to hear right now, because that was going to be a, um, a, a, a segue into another audio clip. And then I, I played the video and there was no talking at all. It was just um, someone holding a camera outside a home. You've heard about this house, right? It's in Plainfield, Illinois. Uh, not to be confused with Haddonfield, Illinois, which is where... Uh, Michael Myers likes to visit um, or what, what, where was, where was Freddy Krueger? Uh, what was Freddy Krueger's town? Um, 
Springwood. Springwood. Was that in Illinois, too? But anyway, this is Plainfield, Illinois. In fact, the specific address, if you want to type it into your GPS and go visit before Halloween, is 1806 Whispering Oats Court in Plainfield, Illinois. And in what I learned is Illinois is also the state where Chicago uh, is located. Not the band. Uh, they may be right now, but the city of Chicago, which, of course, we know is where Eleven went to... Uh, to hang out with some friends, um, do some, uh, get up to some, some shenanigans, and of course, uh, realize just how bitchin' she can be. Uh, but this house is like crazy Stranger Things. Actually, my, my niece was the first person to tell me about it. I think she started on TikTok. Uh, they have a float. The big thing was they have all these vines on the house, and they have this max, a floating max, like right in the middle, I don't know how, obviously it's some kind of fishing wire or some kind of wire, but it's really well done. Uh, some huge display that um, they have in front of their house. And I guess one neighbor, I don't know, she's probably been like, I don't like all these people in my neighborhood. And she complained because she hates fun. Uh, so it had to come down for a little while, but it's back up. Uh, and it looks like it is still going to be available through Monday. Um, they are... Five to, they're open from 5 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 4 to 9 p.m., Sunday, 3 to 8 p.m., and then Monday, which is Halloween. This is I'm reading this from shawlocal.com. But, I mean, there is all—the max thing is just the thing that really blows you away because I saw it on video, and I was like, I don't know how to figure this out. And apparently, it's part of this larger thing they have with Pet Cemetery, Beetlejuice, Predator, Arachnophobia, The Ring. Now, I had when I was growing up, I think— I don't think we did. I think we put a pumpkin out. I went trick or treat and got all dressed up. But as far as the house decorations, maybe a pumpkin, maybe maybe a jack o' lantern. Uh, but there are some people now. Everyone does these inflatables, which to me the inflatables might look cool, but they're also like oh, just set these things up, hit a button, they inflate, and boom, we're done. Some people go all out still, which I love, and also think those people are crazy. But I love that they're crazy. So thank you. I want to thank the crazies. Because without you, uh, life is not as much fun. So lastly, there's two other articles I just want to mention. This one I found on digitalspy.com. And um, I, don't want, I don't want notifications. Whoever wants Chrome notifications from a website, especially digitalspy.com. What the hell do I want that for? Uh, Doc Ray, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Montgomery. We know Billy. Uh, he... He uh, landed a role in a new horror movie. Well, it says he's facing a new horror. So I don't know if it's a horror movie or not, but just let me read this article. It says, as reported by digital by Deadline, uh, the actor who appeared in 2017's Power Rangers, uh, and he was in Elvis, I didn't know that, he, he will be starring in Went Up Hill alongside Old and the Girl in the Spider's Web star, Vicky Kripes. Old is one movie, the Girl in the Spiderweb. I've seen old. Yeah, the people go old. The film focuses on uh, a young man who was abandoned as a child who travels to a rural area in New Zealand to attend the funeral of his estranged mother. That's where he will meet his mother's widow. That's where he w- he meets his mother's widow, Jill. Okay, I read that right. Played by Kripes. Or Kreps. Or Creeps. I don't know. Um, oh, there's no monsters in this? If things were not good enough, the ghost of his mother, ooh, starts to inhabit Jack and Jill. Uh, 
and starts the reveal, Dark Secrets. Oh my goodness gracious. What is the name of this movie again? Went Up the Hill. Oh, Jack and Jill went up the hill to pay a bug. Oh my goodness. So things, there is some monsters in this. Ooh, now you got me interested. Now I might be checking this out. Cool. Uh, and then the last story I wanted to talk about was uh, there's a Stranger Things musical. I see this on CNET.com. It says, Dancing Demogorgon, the Hawkins crew sashays its way through an off-Broadway satire of the Netflix horror series. And it finally brings justice to Barb. Uh, it's, it's called Stranger Things, the musical, the parody musical, which bills itself as a hilarious upside-down take on the hit Netflix horror drama about young friends facing supernatural forces in a fictional 80s town. It's playing on Off-Broadway in New York now, runs through January 1st in London, and then the show goes to Melbourne, Australia. Did I I get the Australian? I think I've got the Australian accent, and just like that, I lost it. Uh, Oh, and there's more Australian cities on the docket. And apparently, oh, I I see a picture of Barb on a uh, diving board with the Demogorgon about to get at her. But um, yeah, I don't. There's some there's some other stuff on here, an Instagram post and everything. Oh, there's a YouTube trailer. Oh, I gotta listen to this. Well, great. Now I want to see that, too. Uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for, for a musical. Check out, uh, for more information, check out StrangerSingsUK.com. Uh, they have all the information about that. Uh, oh, I, I hope they come to Boston one day. Let's put it that way. Maybe my wife won't want to go, but I bet my niece would. All right, so that's all I got for the news. So now, why don't we get ready? To talk about Hawkins Horror. Did I say that right? Horror. Sounded weird. Hawkins Horror. Hey man, I think I like being scared, and I wish you all were there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Stranger Danger Book Club is now officially in session. Today, I'm talking about the short story collection, Hawkins Horrors, a collection of terrifying tales by Matthew J. Gilbert. I'm not familiar with Matthew J. Gilbert, but you can find out more about him at Matt Gilbert Writes. Com. He is, I'm going to go right to his website. I'm Matthew J. Gilbert, one of many Matthew Gilberts. Seriously, Google it. There's like a trillion of us. I'm the Matthew Gilbert that's an author. I've written storybooks, chapter books, and graphic novels. I used to live in New York City and miss it dearly. But I currently reside in a far too sunny California with my wife and loyal cat sidekick Pepe. Depending on the series, I sometimes have to write under a pen name. That's why you'll see Jordan Quinn on the Dragon graphic novels I've written or Nate Bit on the Arcade World series. So it's funny because I was clicking on his books and then I was like, Jordan Quinn, I, I thought this guy said he wrote this. Uh, it turns out he has some, uh, do they call them non de plumes or pseudonyms or, or pen names? Jordan Quinn and Nate Bit, but they're all Matthew J. Gilbert. So you can go and find out more about him. He actually has done other things in the Stranger Things world. He wrote the uh, Hawkins High 1985 yearbook and the Hawkins Middle School 1985 yearbook. He also wrote How to Survive in a Stranger Things World and Stranger Things Will Byers Secret File. So he's done a lot of things in the Stranger Things world, I think. Um, but I'm not sure how these books, like what exactly. I think these are just fun books that have 
to try to look like yearbooks. That's, that was always my guess. Um, but, uh, yeah. If you flip through the yearbook, you feel... Uh, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's filled with class pictures, all this stuff. So they're almost like... They're like fun books, but not stories, I don't think. Uh, but this is a, a, a collection of stories and not not one long story. And if I have anything to say, it's that the stories themselves, these collection, it's very loosely um, connected to Stranger Things. It's like it's these, I'll give you the quick synopsis because I'm not going to do what I do with the comic books where we go through every panel by panel and live, relive the story together. Um, this, I just kind of want to talk at a much higher level because I want you to read it because I think it's worth a read. It is still a fun read. It's a quick read. And I'm a notoriously slow reader. I think I read this in two days. Okay, maybe two and a half days. Uh, because what I did was I just said, I'm going to read, sit here and read this story and read it until it's done. And then boom, take a little break or, you know, uh, I don't know, t- walk my dog and get to the next one. And uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight eight stories in here. Uh, the last story I think is just the end of, um, the end of things. So it, what it is, is, um, it's in the stranger things world. The, the book is like the, the setting of the story where in Hawkins, most of this takes place in Hawkins, but, um, very little of it. The stories deal with our characters, what it is is our characters, our friends, are telling these stories. Uh, they, we, this I'm gonna say takes place, obviously before Stranger Things four. Um, this came out right in May 2022. So, it let, does Amazon have the date? May third, 2022 is when this came out. So it was like, I mean, timing wise was perfect to get people ready for Stranger Things four. Uh, Max is in this book. Um, there's no will. There's no 11 because they're off in California. Uh, there's no Jonathan. We don't, um, we don't know Eddie Munson. Uh, in fact, there was one thing in here that was like, Oh, nope, that doesn't seem to match up. Right. Cause they, they were talking about, um, they were talking about, I think Dustin talks about his dungeon master. And he made the guy sound a little nerdy with glasses, like me. Um, and I was like, that's that's not the cool and awesome Eddie Munson. Uh, so I wonder if, because this came out weeks before um, the season, that he that the author wasn't told about the um, the dungeon master and Eddie Munson. And, and nor would I don't think they want that to because this came out before. They don't want any information about Eddie Munson out there before they want um, they want Eddie to be to be found out along with everyone else when the show comes out I wonder if we'll ever get an Eddie Munson novel I feel like we could you know we got every time they added a character we got one we got a Max one and then we we got a Robin one the last novel was was all about Lucas which was a great great book uh, but I wonder if we'll ever get a new, like, uh, an Eddie one. Hmm. I wonder if there's any in the, in the works. I don't even know if there's any new ones in the works coming, 
But if there is, you know, I'll read it here. Uh, so just to give you the, because th- I'm not going to spoil anything with the stories, because uh, that's where the fun is, the, the storytelling. They, they've been doing this midnight movie club at the video store. They go there uh, at two minutes to midnight, which is a, a nice Iron Maiden song. And they, uh, I think it's, we see Nancy, Mike, Dustin, Lucas, uh, Max, and Erica. Erica had to tag along for this one. And they go to the video store to watch a movie. But there's a big storm coming, and boom, the power goes out. They can't think of anything to do, so they start telling scary stories. So it kind of reminds me of like, um, like if there's a you know like Tales from the Crypt, where the crypt keeper wants to tell you a story, and then you see the episode. Uh, most of these things are told in a way that um, you're just reading a story. It's not like. It's not saying, and then Nancy says this, and then Dustin says this. Uh, there is one story where it is more in the first person, but like they they have, um, what did I say? I counted out how many stories there were. There is, uh, I, I think I counted one wrong. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven short stories. Uh, once they get in there, I think Nancy tells the first story called A Little Voice. And it's all about uh, Penhurst, penitentiary, right? Penhurst, did I get that right? Uh, and you know this takes place, obviously Max is there, but this takes place even before any st- anything because they're like, when she starts talking about like Penhurst, like they, she's like, oh yeah, I'm looking, she was doing some kind of research on it for an article for the school paper. But of course we know uh, what role Penhurst plays in Stranger Things 4. Uh, and it's about this this inmate in the uh, it's told from the perspective of a nurse and it's about an inmate who is hearing voices. He's hearing voices and there might be this escaped uh, convict out there. Uh, they, they mention this, this escapee uh, that is interesting because that character comes in later in a different story. And I thought, are we doing two stories in the Penhurst world? But that was fine because there were two very different stories. This one's more like this spooky tale of inside the asylum, this young nurse having to figure out what's going on. Uh, something terrible happens, and um, they have to, they have to, uh, you know, this guy keeps saying, oh, it's fine, it's fine. The voice is telling me, the voice is telling me. So it's a spooky little tale um, that uh, it, it feels like familiar, a lot of these stories feel familiar, but again, that's not a knock. That's like a kind of enjoyable thing. Um, the next story is told by Dustin, and that one is called, oh my God, I keep, I'm like losing it on my Kindle every time I click on the wrong thing. That one is called Do or 20-Sided Die. And Dustin tells the story of getting this um this 20-sided die for Dungeons and Dragons, only he got it at this special shop and he realizes all these incredible things are happening when he rolls the die. And a lot of this book, it's like, Eric is like, come on now, tell me something that's actually scary. Um, But this one, this was a fun one. Uh, That's the 20-sided die. Then we go to Lover's Lake, which is the next story. That reminded me of something right out of the movie Creepshow. Or it was a creep show too. 
I forget where. Someone goes out on Lover's Lake, and uh, all and by the way, all these kids are telling like they they're trying to say no, this really happened, this really happened. Which you try to think, well, it, I mean, it's Hawkins. Any of the stuff's possible, but um, these teens uh, or these young adults go out on Lover's Lake, and uh, something scary happens. I don't want to give it away. I want you to read it. But that one is told by Steve and Robin together. Like, oh, you don't know about this? This thing? Oh, man. Like, it's almost like something famous in the town that te- that people, the teenagers have passed down over years. And uh, it's funny because at one point they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They had to clean it up a little because Erica was there. Uh, because obviously you think young adults going out on a place called Lover's Lake, uh, you know, they might, um, you know, get all smoochy, smoochy. But uh, they they want to clean it up for Erica, so I thought that was that was a that was a fun little story, and that one's followed up by a story Max tells called "Girls Just Want to Have Fun," which is about uh, these goth girls who are actually trying to be part of a witch's coven, and one of the girls at school wants to join the coven, so they go into the woods to have this like ceremony, and all kinds of scary things happen. And then towards the end of the book, they like, oh, they, they realize where they are in the woods. But it's funny at the end, and Lucas is like, what are you talking about? I don't remember anything like that. And Max is like, oh, oh, you keeping tabs on every girl, any every goth girl at Hawkins High? Which I thought was just a cute little thing. All oh, those two. I hope, I hope, <laughs> I hope those two can get back together. I hope Max can get back because we know, we know Max is out there somewhere. I believe it. I believe it. Okay, that's got to wait till Stranger Things 5 for that. Got to wait till Stranger Things 5. So the next story is called Don't Be a Pest, which which might, I think these last three might be my favorites. Don't Be a Pest is about a kid who, um, he has a stepdad who is an exterminator, but he thinks because his stepdad works at night, he is afraid that his dad or thinks his dad, his stepdad is a serial killer. And he um, is determined at all costs to try to figure out, you know, try to uh, this man who's, you know, fairly nice to him. uh, He he doesn't trust him and he watches him. It's almost like a rear window, an old Hitchcock thing where he's trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, So he keeps tabs on his on his stepdad and even accuses him of some things in the story and I'm not gonna I don't want to give away the uh, how it goes again I want you to read it but that one was a fun one and what's cool is that was told by Erica she's fine finally they're like uh, they said to her you know uh, she says hey I'm done with this make-believe kitty stories it's time to get an R rating in here you want to hear something that's 100% absolutely scary Totally messed up and completely true. And then she goes on and tells the story, Don't Be a Pest, which we have no idea if it's true. But, you know, it's one of these things where maybe she believes it's true. So she's not lying. She's just telling a story she told. But uh, that one that one was enjoyable. And after Erica told her story, Lucas is like, I, I think he's like, I don't even know. I don't remember anything like that happening or any waitress being, you know, being missing. So he says it's time for him to tell a story. His story is called Two Lunches. And it's about these two uh, brothers who uh, they have to, one is the older brother who has to watch the younger brother. 
but they they're they're close. They're very friendly. You know, they spend time together. Um, but he's been making his brother two lunches, two lunches, two lunches constantly. And you think he thinks it's because he has a friend or an imaginary friend. So he follows him one day and you come to find out that he doesn't quite have an imaginary friend. That's all I'm going to say. And it does connect to, uh, an earlier story. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, it's just this one actually might have been one of the most but between the pest one this one was very suspenseful for me it was a, it was an enjoyable read and i was it got me a little nervous uh and it kind of ended on a what wait what 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 uh which i thought was really cool and then the last story i think might be my favorite uh mike mike told this one um and at one point um Dustin said something like, uh, um, oh, he says, you know, keep your hands where you can see him, Mike, because Mike was ready to tell a scary story. He says, I swear after a night like this, I'll have to sleep with the lights on and my teddy bear. And um, Steve says, oh, that's big of you to admit that you still sleep with a teddy bear, Henderson. And before Dustin could respond, Mike said, uh, oh, a teddy bear, huh? I wouldn't sleep with one if I were you. They're all cute and cuddly one minute. And then before you know it, you hear them. And then the name of this story is Talk Back. I don't want to say too, too much, except this story harkens back to something called Teddy Ruxpin, which was a huge toy when I was a kid. It was an animatronic teddy bear that you put a tape, a cassette tape in, and it would tell stories and sing songs, and the lips, the lips, the mouth would move, the eyes would, would, would open and close, and it would kind of be in sync. And that's what this story is about. Except, remember I said that the name of the band for the song I was playing earlier is Dangerous Toys. And this uh, definitely uh, is a dangerous toy. And that's, I don't want to say anything more than that. That's talk back. I really think you should, I really think you should read this. Uh, you know, you can buy it on a Kindle. Uh, it's seven ninety nine on the Kindle, and if you buy it in hardcover, it's like it's thirteen bucks. And you could, if you go on Amazon, you could get it. I feel like I'm working for Amazon. I feel like you, but you can get it by Thursday and still have time to read it before Halloween. Now I know this came out in May, but really, I think reading it in October was the correct choice. And plus the fact that I didn't even know that this existed until like a month and a half ago. Uh, but anyway. This last story, instead of Teddy Ruxpin, it's Teddy Talkback. I mean, come on. Come on. We know what it's about. And it's, it is, this, this story it, it kind of pulls at your heartstrings. It's a little sad. It's downright horrifying. Uh, and it is fun. It is fun as, as heck. It's fun as all heck. And then that's really it. At the end, the power comes back on. Uh, but something happens and I want to say too much that leads them to be like, you know what, who cares? Let's go back to telling stories. And that is how the story, that's how the book ends. It's only 200 pages. And for me, as I, you know, I've said in the past, uh, I am a notoriously slow reader. So I, um, I'm sorry. I was just making sure to give it my rating on Goodreads. I uh, 
was pleased with myself that I was able to get this done so quickly so that I could talk about it uh, with you guys. Again, I'm going to put a link to this book in the show notes, the Amazon link uh, from Matthew J. Gilbert, Hawkins Horrors, a collection of terrifying tales. Really fun read. Again, not Stranger Things specific. So if you're looking for a wider world of Stranger Things or uh, to expand the universe, that's not what this is. It is just a, a collection of fun stories that is folded into the uh, Stranger Things universe by way of our characters telling these stories. Uh, but, but you know, it is still part of the Stranger Things universe. It is still a Stranger Things book, and that's why I am more than pleased uh, to have read it and to bring it to bring a little uh, bit of a review to you today. But as you know, this is not the end, my friends. Uh, this is not the end of uh, of new episodes in October. I know it's been a while. I know I've talked about doing other things. I know I've talked about the people of Stranger Things. All that is still in the works. Um, uh, maybe I announced it too early, but that's okay. We have we have unfortunately we have a long time to wait until we get to Stranger Things five. But I'll be here. I'll be here in the meantime, and I hope you'll be here as well. So remember, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The show is on Twitter at Stranger D Pod. The show is on TikTok at Stranger Danger Pod. I don't do enough there. I should do more. Everything you we can find at StrangerDangerPodcast.com. And remember, this Sunday, October 30th, 9 p.m. on YouTube, we'll be doing a live Stranger Danger book club for the Stranger Things Halloween special. Go to StrangerDangerPodcast.com slash live. It'll bring you right to the YouTube you can click the little button to get a notification for a reminder. And um, I look forward to doing this. I have no idea how it's going to come out, but it'll be fun to do no matter what happens. So again, thank you so much for sticking with this show. Thank you so much for um, for continuing to to listen. I see that, the, you know, I haven't put up a new show in a while, but every day I see people are finding episodes and listening to them and it just... It's just so, um, I just appreciate it so much. It is so, it, it is so awesome. I can't think of a better word, but it is so, so bloody awesome. Uh, and again, I want to give thanks to Alan, to Kennedy, and to Lad for their voicemails. Uh, you can, again, send you, go to strangerdangerpodcast.com slash hotline. You can always email me, strangerdanger at fansnotexperts.com. And I want to give a shout out to BD the boy who gave a five star review on Apple podcast. BD says, I love this podcast. I love the way he explains every episode. Thank you, BD the boy. You're the man, the boy. And I appreciate, in fact, I love iTunes, Apple reviews. Uh, the more reviews that people give, the more that people find the show I don't know how it works but I feel like people who give reviews it rank it it gives the show higher ranking and more people can find it and the more the merrier we are a stranger things community we want more people listening 
more people coming in. So thank you, BD the boy. And of course, if you listen through Apple, a review, a rating is uh, would be much appreciated. If you're on Spotify, just press that star. Give me as many stars as you want. Give me all the stars. I want all the stars. So that's it. I'm done. We did it. Hawkins Horrors, fun. Uh, we did news reports. We did voicemails. We did uh, Hawkins Horrors. Oh, my goodness gracious. And Sunday night, we're going live. I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope you, I hope you can join me. Uh, but until then, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And remember, reading is fundamental. And you can't spell fundamental without F. You and butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.